Hello, IFL Podcast family, and to all of you new listeners, welcome. I am your host, Miss Shay Ruff, and I'm so excited that you guys are here with us for another episode. What is the IFL Podcast about? The IFL Podcast is about us being on this platform to be open and honest about our failure experiences in life. The reason why we're out here being wide open and so vulnerable about it is that we understand that failure can cripple you. Failure can make you embarrassed. Failure can give you anxiety and all of these emotions. So we're out here being open and honest so you can get free in private, whether you're at home, whether you're at work, in the car, no matter where you are. We just thank you so much for listening to us. We hope our stories inspire you to um, get free from your failure and to share it with the ones that you love. So are you ready for this episode? Let's listen in. Everybody, welcome back to the IFL podcast. I am your wonderful host, Miss Shayra, and I'm excited that you guys are back with us once again on this podcast platform. And so today, woo, Mr. Continuing Love Talk. And so we're talking about commitment. So you guys sent in questions, um, topics, concerns about what does commitment look like to you? Because it seems like it's sketchy in these streets. So today I have this wonderful, wonderful couple who is near and dear to my heart, um, Mr. and Mrs. Joshua and Tasha are here today to assist us with commitment and to help us get through this. So we all going to learn something, even me, even though I am the host. So I just want to thank you guys so much for saying yes to being on the podcast. Thank you. You are so welcome. Absolutely. <laughs> it is our pleasure. Us. Yes. Thank you, thank you, thank you. So you know we don't take long. We jump right into the topic. The topic again is what does commitment look like to you? And this is Love Talk Monday um, is when you guys will be hearing it, of course. So we are going to jump right into the topic. And the first question I have, as always, either one of you can choose to define commitment in your own words. Ah. Okay, so you know how I am about words. I looked it up, right? <laughs> so I, when I looked it up, two words stuck out to me. And it was dedication. And the second word was, I wrote it in my notepad. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay, in case y'all don't remember, right? So Tasha has been on here quite some time, right? So she's a vet at this. But Tasha is also my friend who loves words, who would literally eat them if they were edible because she loves them so much. So <laughs> she's going in on this definition. But yeah, she's going to give it all to us. So get ready, okay? <laughs> so commitment. The first word was dedication. And the second word was restriction. And so I sat there and it hit the shondo. And I'm like, so commitment to me, just from reading the definition, just from... Um, my love story with Joshua, just from life experiences, it could be summed up as dedicated restriction. That's what commitment is to me. I, I know it's a lot, it's a lot, it's a lot. It got me, it got me. But it's, it's dedicated restriction. And the dedication part of it is getting to the point where there's nothing that stops it from moving forward, right? Um, and I 
had to go back and I had to think about life experiences and I think about the relationship that I have with God. And there's nothing that's gonna stop God from loving me, right? Now, there are some things, biblically speaking, that he literally says, A, it might be best if you don't do that. Um, but there's nothing that stops his love. And so my dedication to life, my dedication to Joshua, there's nothing that's gonna stop it. But there are some restrictions, not to the commitment, but to everything else that surrounds it, right? Mm -hmm. So we'll be in our little bubble and we're committed in this bubble over here, right? <laughs> like this the commitment bubble. We're committed Fun. in this bubble over here, but there's so many things and factors that are trying to burst this bubble. Um, and that's where I get the whole restriction part from. It's like, I, I, I also feel that some people may be hesitant to jump into commitment because they don't want to be restricted. There you go. Nobody wants to be restricted. You want to, you know, do you, do you fam, do you? But that's not, I, I, I think when it was first authored, I don't think that commitment was something that was, it's fluid, but it's not all freedom. You know, it's, it's a dedicated obligation, if that makes sense. Yes, it is. That does. Oh, okay. King Joshua, I'm going to let you have it. For me, uh, I must just simplify because I just like to break things down to its lowest core uh, so that I can progress and evolve. Uh, so commitment to me is, is simply a set of standards, right, that I choose to live by and hold myself accountable for it daily. Uh, so if I commit to, uh, let's say, saving $50,000, then for number one, I must first understand that this is something that I desire. Uh, and whatever my why factor is, that's my factor, right? So I must commit to it. This is really just that simple. Okay. So if I wanted to, I could end the podcast right here. I could. I could do that. Right here, just based upon that, because okay, so I wanna, I wanna touch on restriction. I wanna talk. I wanna talk about how that scares people, and I also wanna talk about boundaries and your why, right? Because that's exactly all of that is what I heard. So yes, I agree. When it comes to commitment, it's like <gasps> clutch your pearls, right? <laughs> like what am I? What do you mean commit to what? What am I doing? And so, especially when another person is involved and it's maybe longevity, marriage, you know, marriage isn't for everyone, but sometimes it's like, ooh, this is a bit much to, to right. put restrictions on. Cause you know, you enter into whatever it is, whether it's a new job, new business, whatever, there are going to be some restrictions and some commitment that you have to make, right? So you working, seven to five, you can no longer go do happy hour from four to seven, you know, or something like that. So right. it's the, the level of commitment, right? Also, when I hear restriction, I hear boundaries. Mm -hmm. Boundaries, we're gonna talk about boundaries. So I boundaries are very, very important because I myself and all my truth and honesty, I have failed at setting boundaries, right? When it comes to certain commitments, especially when it comes to family. And so with those boundaries being set, it does require that I commit to those boundaries that I'm setting. Because right. if I say, no, we're not doing this, this is the boundary, 
I have to keep the commitment to myself first and then be able to, you know, to push that reflection. I mean, that commitment out to everybody else. So, yes, I wanted to talk about that. And then also your why. People get into stuff and don't know why. Right? I, I don't have a clear why. Right? They'll jump into it. And that why was not the best realize they're in too deep and then be like, oh, wait, okay, maybe I need to revamp and, and redo something or whatever. So I think that is very, 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 very important because everything has a purpose. You just have to figure out what that purpose is for you. So right. y'all knock that out just now. So so I just wanted to, to touch point on that. So let's talk about marriage, right? So when it comes to marriage, what does commitment look like to you? Okay. Um, for me personally, uh, it starts with self, right? So if I can commit to myself in anything that I desire, right? Whatever my mind thinks of, uh, that's the beginning and the end. I also believe the beginning and the end uh, is declared from such, so it's vice versa. And so not trying to get too complex or whatnot, but um, for me, it's the set of standards again that I, that I live by. When I wake up in the morning, am I committed enough to say, I'm gonna do this? I'm committed enough to say, hey, you know what? I get up in the morning, I'm gonna go to work, I'm gonna go to the gym, right? I'm gonna make sure that I, I pour into my wife. I'm gonna make sure that I read X amount of pages in the scripture. I'm gonna make sure that I do what I say I'm gonna do and be who I say I am consistently, right? And so if I can do that within myself and everything else is gonna manifest from that. So it's gonna exude in my marriage. It's gonna exude in my friendship. It's gonna exude as me being a son, you know, a future father, right? A few, uh, a frat brother, uh, or whoever God has me, you know, to be uh, be in front of, right? So, it stems from self, personal. Mm-hmm. Asha, <laughs> right? Everything he said, everything he said. Okay. Um, so I think for me, commitment is it's the small things. It's I can't remember the name of the song, but it's it's in the, the getting to know you part, right? So when, just like he was saying, when I'm getting up in the morning, it's the little things. It's praying for him. It's allowing him to be the leader of our home. It is um, make something as simple as making his lunch before he goes to work. Mm-hmm. Like it's those little bitty things that add up to the overall goal of commitment to me. Um, and it's doing all of those things regardless of how I feel, right? That's the biggest thing I would say. Um, it's being in the thick of a marriage, being in the thick of a union, realizing that this is a relationship, realizing we've made the commitment to one another. And th- again, like there's nothing that God can do that's gonna take his love away. There's nothing that I can do that will take his love away from me. There's nothing that he can do or say that's gonna take the things that I've already set in stone, the boundaries and standards that we've created as a family, um, regardless of what your emotional state, and I'm doing air quotes, <laughs> regardless of what your emotional state may be. Because um, sometimes I think like, just as an example, let's say there was a couple that had an argument, regardless of if we were mad at one another or not, my commitment still stands. That's still a standard. That's still something that we have in place. And I might feel a way in my mind or in my body, but it's not gonna stop me from you know, like the early example, it's not gonna stop me from making his lunch. Now I might throw a pot top 
or you know a towel down or something but it, it's it's not gonna stop it, it, it's not gonna stop me from showing and expressing my love commitment and devotion and dedication to our marriage it's not gonna stop that it's oh, the little things it is the little things and so the number one thing that i want to touch on um that joshua said was your commitment to self because it's kind of oxymoronic to hold people to standards that you don't hold yourself to, right? So it's going to be hard for somebody to come in and commit to you when you don't commit to you, right? Because you're asking for something that you're not able to give yourself, which if you do get it, it's going to become codependent because right. now you're leaning to this person to always do that thing that you haven't done for you. And so I think a lot of people end up in a dead end because that's exactly what it feels like where they don't have the self-awareness to understand that what you're asking for, you're not giving to you. But when you do get it, you don't know how to handle it or whatever. So it becomes complicated. That's the best way I can put it. It's character building, but it becomes complicated. And so... I was going to say, and you know, this is the IFL podcast, and we talk about honesty, truth. We, you know, wide open. Listen, that commitment part, doing it no, no matter how you feel, you don't know how how many angry meals my husband got. It was good, he got them, and then you don't know how many angry <laughs> loads of laundry he didn't yeah. got. You know what I mean? Gas in the car, car wash, like that type of stuff or whatever, because. The important part, and Tasha and I talked about this in the first season about love language, understanding who you're with and how they communicate in love, right? So mine is acts of service, his is affection and all of that stuff, which I, till this day, am still working on it. I don't want to say struggle because that will be making me go backwards, but it's something that I'm still working on. But that commitment, commitment holds you accountable to making sure that you're not that you're not deviating away from what you committed to. So when you said that, Tasha, I was screaming on the inside because I was like, honey, I didn't slam pots, slam doors. I didn't done all of the crazy stuff just because I wanted to keep my commitment to my husband. So the fact that you said that you was guys like that there's a such thing as too much commitment. Um, for me, I got a little bit of multiple feelings on it. One, I believe personally that too much of anything can be a little bit, you know, excessive. Uh, but it just depends on the situation, right? Uh, so for me, I am fully committed. I, I have prided myself off of being who I say I am. So I'm going to show that consistently, regardless of my onset feelings, regardless if I may be dealing with depression, regardless if I may be dealing with death, regardless if I may be dealing with, you know, some work anxiety or whatever the case may be, whatever it is, it doesn't matter. I have to still show up. But why? Because this is who I say I am. So my feelings don't matter. But I'm committed to not just the idea, but the fact that I am who I am. And I will be what I will myself to be. So I have to remind myself that in moments where things are not going as I see they need to. Mm -hmm. So also, if I may say so, and I have been drinking. Oh. 
I'm a scotch. We guy, love it. We I'm, welcome it. Okay. But I'm conscious to sound <laughs> and responsible. Um, your couch driving, so you're fine. Oh yeah, I can still hold my own. Like I just started, so it's all good. Yeah, you do. You know, shout out, you know, to the Glenn Levitt, right? <laughs> um, but at the same regard, I still also feel that sometimes when you overly do something, that it can be a little bit too much. And so yeah. it depends on whatever the situation is. And then you have to identify what is important, what is not important. And it's just, you sound judgment. Yeah, I agree. I have to agree because when you said, um, when you said you can be hit with, you know, you mentioned death, um, depression, those type of things. Like, you know, I'm so glad that we're in an era where we're self-aware about mental health. Cause at one point it was something that we didn't talk about, right? So, but I found myself in certain situations where I could have been bald in the corner, corner and not come out or whatever. But my commitment was like, eh, you gotta get up. <laughs> you gotta get up, you gotta move or whatever. And so one of my conviction questions that I have with myself, even when I don't want to do anything at all, what does my integrity say? Mm. What does my integrity say? So my husband always says, and I'll probably say this multiple times throughout podcasting period, is you don't allow people or things to change who you are. If you're a committed person all the time, continue to be that person. Don't mm. allow that to shift who you are or whatever. And when he says that, I have an attitude because I'm like, I want to feel how I want to feel. But, right. but you know your com like for real commitment and integrity is like they kind of meet together and be like no this is what we committed to and this is how we do it because we look at people and be like you went through that and you came over here and did this or you did that or are you still serving and all of this other stuff but I've been one of those people like yeah we going through something or whatever but it's not like the beat doesn't stop the commitment doesn't stop my integrity doesn't right. stop and I think that's important not to say that you should dismiss your emotions, that you should right. dismiss, you know, the mental health side of it or whatever. It's just that understanding what's important, like you said, what's important, why it's important, and what's going to move you to keep it going. So, yeah. So, that I, I agree. I'm going to that. I'm going to add to that, right? Yeah. So, may I be transparent? All right. So, I'm glad you said that. So, there was a time before... Tasha and our spirits like came into oneness, right? No clue of who she was, although I still felt her, but didn't recognize how she looked, didn't see her, right? But I seen her. But anyways, so that was a time where I had to go in solitude and I had to disconnect from everyone, family, friends, whatever the case may be, whomever, whatever, to identify who I was and why I am the way that I am. And so that went into research, that went into prayer, that went into fasting, that went into whatever it had to be, right? So I refrained from sex. I refrained from all of the things that was told that was natural, that's good, whatever the case may be, don't matter, right? So for me, I had to learn and how to identify who I wanted to be, why I wanted to be it, and expound on that and evolve from that, right? And embrace Whatever came from that. Does it make sense? Yes, it does. Because I love how this is transitioning into character building. Because we, 
for I don't know for some reason like carrots will go out the window like it don't matter no more like your carrots will do matter or whatever and so all all of it, it it matters or whatever and it is the the um the makeup of who you are it is your character it is your it your identity all of that and I'm glad that you mentioned stepping away and like hold on. I don't recognize me for a second. Let me go check some things out. I'll be right back. But let me go check some things out to figure out what's going on. Because honestly, you can't commit when you don't know who you are. Right. You come. You just out here committing to stuff. Oh, yeah, I do that. Yeah, I do this. Yeah, I do that. That's not your lane. That's not what you're supposed to be doing. You don't right. know what you're doing over there. Like, it's so many things that goes into that. And so I'm glad that you spoke to that because that's important too, like refraining from everything. And you know, everybody's way of stepping away is different. It could be fasting. It could be, I'm taking a break. It could be sabbatical. It could be, you know, however you want to tagline it. But you do need to take that moment and figure it out. And like you, Joshua, I just went through, well, I'm still going through research of lineage and family and ancestry and all of that. And so, um, it's been two years now that I've been reconnected to the paternal side of my family. And so, mm -hmm. because there were some things that I didn't recognize, right, in myself, or either I was like, this stems from somewhere, I don't see it on this side, but I know it's coming from somewhere. So mm -hmm. I had to reevaluate some things too, because especially being a parent, I needed to understand a little bit more of me. <laughs> as a parent as a wife as all of you know the many hats that I wear and also just me alone without all of those things all of those titles all of those hats and stuff like that so yeah it's hard for you to commit when you don't know who you are you don't have any identity things are you know topsy-turvy or whatever the desire to help and to be available to people and all the other stuff that's all good and fine but you're on empty Cause you really don't have you know anything to give like you can't commit to anybody because you have excuse me, it goes back to what we said in the beginning you can't commit to yourself so it's kind of hard for you to do that so yeah that was that's a whole nother word <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so yeah i just you know that's a whole nother word but tasha what do you what is your your thoughts on is could can there be too much commitment uh I will say yes, um, similar to what my husband was saying that, and similar to what we've been saying throughout the podcast, like you have to have boundaries when it comes to commitment. Um, because I believe that overcommitment doesn't allow you to be efficient or effectively commit to anything. Um, it's like you have to have, you have to be able to choose your commitments wisely. Um, you don't want to overcommit to family engagements. You don't want to overly commit to friendships or things that uh, that are going to pull from you and out of you, you want to be able to fully commit to your commitments, right? You want to be able to have that capacity to where you're not having to, and I'm not saying that this is a bad thing. I think this is absolutely completely necessary. Um, when you're doing a research to figure out who you are and also taking that time to step back, but you shouldn't have, you shouldn't get to a point where you're having to have a vacation, so to speak, from the fact that you have so many commitments, right? So you want to be you want to be able to handle each and every moment 
in its commitment capacity so that when you're moving on for a moment that you have everything that you need to move into the next one to move into the next one to move into the next one you want to make sure that you're always on full and not so much on empty when it comes to those commitments so yeah i think there's there should be a nice commitment balance yeah i think there's that should be a, a balance as well and like joshua said too much of anything is just not a not a good situation right mm -hmm. so and it shows up in different places for example too much of food will show up in your waistline too much of <laughs> you know too much of makeup will show up on your clothes and in your car and, you know that type of thing or whatever so that is um too much of anything just point blank period no matter what way you look at it but also having a balance of i think we need to ask why are we committing why are right. we committing? Like, why? What's your what? Like, why are you committing to this or whatever? <laughs> yeah. So I think that's important too. So this leads into my next question, and I'll start with Tasha on this one. Has it been easy for you to commit? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, I'll say yes and no. I'm on uh, And he's gonna drink, ladies and gentlemen. He's drinking. Cheers. Um, so like, let's just start with Joshua and when he walked into my life, right? Um, if we're talking about that particular commitment, it wasn't, it wasn't easy, but it was effortless, if that makes sense. Um, okay. So by easy, being able to fully commit to this man, air quotes, exclamation points, yes, 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 to be being able to fully commit to this man that wasn't easy because of previous experiences right however um it was effortless like it 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 just it was a natural occurrence it was something that i wanted to do even though i didn't feel fully comfortable doing it right and we've said it in, in previous podcasts like we we come from the, the 504 the one the only 504. um yes lord and in coming from that background Many of the women, specifically in our age group, specifically our circle, like we was the, the independent people before Beyonce said something about it, before Boosie Webby, all of them said something about it, like right. we them, right? So we didn't have, and a lot of us to, again, to piggyback off of previous podcasts, a lot of us grew up in homes that were fatherless. Yes. So to bring it full circle, coming into fruition with this man, um, it was not easy, but I was willing to do it. Uh, he, he made it effortless. It, it was the most natural, beautiful, scary ass thing I've ever done in life. <laughs> but it, it, it's also been worth it. You know, it has, it has been worth it. It's been rewarding. And I can tell, of course, and then of course the people will be able to tell whether they hear it or see it see it but i i have to agree like our our natural habitat just was different we just right. all came from you know different backgrounds or whatever but we still harmoniously independent doing our thing didn't necessarily like we had boyfriends but didn't necessarily like you know like that thing right. but um, <laughs> but i think for, to 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 um 
to speak a little bit about what you just said. Like, I feel the same way too with my husband. Like, he's the first man I didn't fight. And what I mean by that is like verbally pop off that type of thing, right? And so I, I, I consider myself, you know, a polite, nice person. But if you say certain things to trigger me, like I'm, it's, oh, well, sorry. I'll be back to clean it up. So <laughs> I'll be back to change it or whatever. But he's the first one that I wasn't like, I was just like, oh, okay. All right. right. It just, it's very scary. It's still, <laughs> and still, and we are, we are, this year will be eight years of marriage, 10 years of dating. So <laughs> we 10 number. years in now. <laughs> Thank it's you. Number. Yeah. So we 10 years in or whatever, eight years or whatever. So it's like still, but I think for me, what made it easy was one, his patience. Because yeah. who, honey, when you're dealing with somebody that don't have patience, <laughs> don't have patience and then the other thing too is I had to look myself in the mirror and be like don't don't you mess this up you and your mouth do not mess this up go sit down somewhere or go take a ride do something like do not mess this up right so to be able to have that conversation or whatever that's when I was like okay like he not out to get me like I could put my because I was a runner yeah. honey I will run like out I'm done I will be gone and I was always ready. G Nike, well, we can't have Air Force One, you know. <laughs> G Nike in my hand, I'm gone. It's a wrap. But he was the one I was like, oh, I can actually settle here. I can actually like put my stuff down. And you know, piece by piece, it gets easier or whatever. Right. But it's still like, whoo, I made it this far, huh? We're still going. All right. <laughs> So I have to speak to that too. And so again, having somebody with patience, with understanding, he's like, you know, he levels with me. He's we opposite or whatever. I'm ready. I'm really like fast, fast, fast. And he's like, nah, you chill, go sit down somewhere, go do something, go do a puzzle. I don't know, figure it out. And so it's 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 the temperament, it's the easiness. And it, it and it will be, and I used to be like, that doesn't make sense. Like some people would be like, oh, it's it's not as hard as you think. And I'm like, what? Yes, it is. But I I was making it hard. <laughs> I was making commitment hard because I was like, it's not something that I really, really desire to do. So I have to agree with that, that part. So to all of you independent individuals out there, <laughs> you're gonna have to break this. <laughs> You're going to have to break. You're going to have to break. And to the men too, you know, you're going to have to break down just a little bit for that commitment to be welcomed to, to come in. So, Josh, I ask you, well, Joshua, I ask you, has commitment been easy for you? Yeah. Mm. For me, okay. yes. Um, and there's several reasons why. Um, as I was explaining earlier, there was a time in my life where I had to identify who I am, who I want to be, right? And so immediately, from a, just from my experiences growing up, I knew that for number one, I wanted to be good. I wanted to be, I, I want to sound vain, but king of all kings. I knew that I want to be great. Mm -hmm. In order to do such, I have to identify and learn who I am. And so without any of course I'm influenced because I live in America, I live in this world, 
I see things, I perceive things, right? In the same respects, the same regards, I still had to identify how do I live in that? What does that mean to me? And so because of those things, I need to make sure that I am, again, who I am, right? And so I pushed everything that I felt like was a distraction away. And I went into growing mode, right? And which was imperative for me because it, it prepared me for her. Even though I didn't know she was coming as soon as she did, because I was not ready. <laughs> even though I thought I, I should be, I felt like I should have been, but I was not, right? However, but because I had prepared, because I spent those long nights writing, right? Singing, whatever the case may be, working out, cooking, you know, to those situations, thoughts, right? Are you who you say you are? In situations where you have to prove yourself, I had to be present, right? And so because of that, I felt like I had prepared myself as much as I could, right? Regardless of my experiences, regardless of where I came from, where I come from, right? I'm a Nigerian boy, you know, growing up in America, right? Uh, that is from a low poverty area, right? Yeah. Who seen a queen, a woman turned into a queen, right? So I had an opportunity to experience those things, which I'm very grateful for, right? So I learned, right, certain things just by observing and then realized things are a little bit crazy. I need to be able to understand certain things. So in, in order for me to do that, I need to take everything away, take all those variables away and then work things from its core and then grow from the core, grow from the root, right? So when she came, when she arrived, it was easy for me to identify because I had already felt it, I already seen it. I just didn't know what it looked like. And I was afraid to some degree, not afraid as in fear, but afraid as in, can I still be, even though I feel like I haven't evolved where I wanted to be, right? So like, I know I'm, I'm, I'm a work in progress, uh, there's things that I'm working towards progressively. Um, I, I feel like I didn't arrive in, into a, a place or a space or energy to have her. And I had to respond intentionally and be responsible while entertaining this spirit that I was like, damn. Can I say damn? Yes, you can. You are okay. you're welcome. <laughs> well, I said it. I'm going to say it. But I was like, damn. I know what I need to do. I know how I'm supposed to do it because now I'm, I'm comfortable in, in, in my meanness and my oneness because I went through that little journey and continuously evolving from that. But at the same regard, it's like, damn, it's here, it's now, like it's present, it's in the flesh. How do I respond to this? And still respond in such a way where I, I don't know this person, but I feel her and I know her, but that's some shit I don't know, like, you know, and I'm not going to know. I have to go through. Yeah. So how can I still go through and while I've been through and still exist and coexist with a spirit that is beautiful? So, so, so you said, you said a lot because from the, the level of, oh. <laughs> of preparing, oh <laughs> listen, but listen I'm that. here for it. I'm here for it. <laughs> So, but you said a lot in regards to um, having the self-awareness to know that you are preparing for 
for marriage. You were preparing for your wife. You were preparing for a union. And so that's an, another thing that I always say, and y'all going to hear throughout this podcast, because I'm going to say it. We be praying for stuff, right? Yeah. And don't be prepared. Don't yeah. be prepared. Yeah. We, we, yeah. <laughs> we be praying for stuff and don't be prepared. And so the, the one thing that I do love about God is that even if I don't feel all the way prepared, but I've done some of the work to get there, he'll meet you in the middle, right? Because like you, I, um, in all honesty, before I met my husband, I had just, the recession had hit. I was the last one hired, first one let go. I was unemployed for two whole years. I went through a lot of stuff. I, I had to sell my cars to like, you know, get rent and all this other stuff. So when he, when I met him, I was still in the rebuilding phase of everything. And I had finally gotten to a place of like, <sighs> okay, I feel good or whatever. And, you know, I, I went through a divorce as well. I was divorced at 25. I was freaking out about that. Like, oh my God, like that whole situation. And so <laughs> I had to get over that type of stuff or whatever. I always knew I was a wife. I always knew that I was a wife and anybody that I dated knew that too. And so in certain ways, they would remind me of that, even though it wasn't them, right? Yeah. They would remind me of that. And so I would just keep that, you know, in mind as I'm doing the preparation. So my husband and I, we were friends first, never, you know, any attraction or anything like that. We just, like, we just hung out. We had a group of friends. We all would meet up together after whatever shenanigans we were doing, go get something to eat and go home, right? And it was never anything like that. And then all of a sudden, stars started aligning. And I'm just using, <laughs> I'm just using that because it just, I don't know. Stars started aligning and I'm like, oh, 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 mm, no, I'm not, no, I can't, nope. And it went super fast and I couldn't do nothing about it. So, so the 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 preparation, oh my gosh, the preparation, because that's the the number one thing that I do say about my my first marriage was I was not prepared. Neither one of us were prepared. Neither one of us had the tools, had anything that would have you know sustained us or whatever, or kept us in that space. But I was prepared this time. <laughs> I was prepared this time, and I I saw whatever signs there was were whatever triggers there were that's what made it when you prepare it makes it easier for you to be able to commit to certain things so right. while I joke about you know commitment and my husband and everything it, it, it was easy like it's it's still a progression but it's easy and I have to say like you know all the tenured um married people that I know it just happened the way that it happened and it just goes the way that it goes and it flows or whatever so you said quite a bit when you said about the preparation because i i hate for us to pray for something and then god give it to us and then we mismanage it completely you know what i mean and so yeah it, and it and it happens right but at some point you have to get to a place of self-awareness like you know what i keep throwing this up <laughs> i keep throwing this up and this and maybe i'm not fully committed as I thought because I think when it comes to relationships and marriage 
people see the outward of it and don't realize that, you know, it's a real commitment over here. If you not right. ready, don't clock in for real. Right. Like this. I'm not letting you clock in. <laughs> right. You, you don't have the, the authority clock. to clock in. Off the right. clock. You've been dismissed. Absolutely. Right. <laughs> Let me take your key card because that's not going to work. You don't have a card. Hello? <laughs> it's, Hello? I'm accepting this. I, I'm, I'm the king. <laughs> There you go, that part, that part. And so when you said king of all kings, I love that too, because I love the awareness that we're all getting as a culture to understanding our lineage and where we came from and our ancestors and everything. There's a a, a, um, a sense of sovereignty. I'm not saying that we outdo God, but it's just that, you know, God made us in the light, the light of his image. So I mean, I gotta be bad. Like, like, come on! Like, I gotta have some type of superpower or something. But I love mm-hmm. the cybersecurity part of it. <laughs> I'm glad that you said that. So, okay, so let's go to the next question. The next question I have, and you guys can decide who's gonna tackle this one first. Do you think you have mastered the art of commitment? I'll take that one first. Oh, okay. I'll take that one. Uh, let me sit up in my chair, folks, for this one. <laughs> have I at, have I mastered the art of commitment? I am going to say absolutely not. Mm. And the reason I say that is because when you have become, at least in my mind, when I think about mastery, I think that I've you, you've gotten to a point where people are now seeking you out for that thing, um, where you have become this, this, this Jedi of it. You've become this guru, this actual expert. And while I believe that I'm an expert at many things, uh, commitment is something that I don't ever want to be an expert at. And the reason I say that is because I always want to be in a, a coachable environment and I always want to be able Straight to up. improve. Straight and so I don't want to be the master. I don't want to, I don't want that to be mastery for me. I want that to be daily hustling grind work. Evolution. I want that, right. I want that to be, like my husband said, I want that to be an evolution. I want there to be, on a Monday, I'm, I should be okay if I'm at a five, but on Sunday night, I should be at a seven and a half, eight, right? And then we start the whole thing all over because there's different levels to commitment. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you, even if you start at the basic level, that, that self-commitment, right? Even if you're at that basic level, there should be level 1.5, level 2, level 2.5. It's just an ongoing thing. So I don't know. Not for me. Absolutely not. I'm not mastering commitment. <laughs> Got it. How about you, Joshua? Same. I actually, I, I agree with that Um, to some degree. <laughs> I don't want to say that I've mastered it. I can say that I have evolved. I am a... Uh, reflection of it. I appreciate it. I respect it. Yeah. Um, but I don't think I'm a master of it. Not for real. Not in real life. I'm not a master of it. But I'm connected to it. I have to be honest with myself, yeah. which is a form of commitment. Right. You know, so nah, I'm not there yet. Yeah, I, I have hope to agree. One day I hope to evolve into well, I master something, but I don't know if it's going to be commitment because shit, I'm constantly evolving. Right. <laughs> um, we all are. And I have to agree with you guys too. No, I have not. Like, I'm great at a lot of things, but this thing right here, this is progression. 
And I don't want to. I don't want to commit. Yeah. Like some days, I just be like, nah. Like, leave me alone. (laughs) Like, leave me alone. I just want to do what I want to do or whatever. So we gonna talk about submission. (laughs) This is another forbidden word, right? Clutch your pearls. Oh, do you think that submission and commitment? Do you think it could be the same? Do you think it's all the way different? Do you think it's something that could kind of meet in the middle or you can't have one without the other? I'll say that. I, I like the way that you put that. Um, okay, I'm gonna go ahead and take this. No, no, go with your move. From the beginning. Um, you can't have one without the other. Uh, it's, it's like egg rolls and Chinese rice. It's like red beans and rice. It's like macaroni and cheese. They, they just go together, right? Um, it's better when they're both together, but they can kind of sort of stand alone. Um, but for me, submission is a very, like you say, uh, it's a forbidden word. Everybody look at it. And if you say it in crowds, they're like, oh my God, I'm not doing blah, 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 blah. Mm, You kind of are, sis. You kind of are. Um, and you have to in a way. I, I willfully and lovingly, and I'm saying this out loud, I've, I've said this to him, but I willfully and lovingly submit to my husband on a daily basis. Um, and I think that the issue with submission is that a lot of people, and I'll say females, we don't understand the power of it. Um, you think that it's also, it's, it's just something that's, well, if I have to submit to him, then, you know, that means that I'm not my own person. Blah, blah, blah. No, 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 no. I'm not saying that that I'm just gonna follow, whether it's my husband or, or the world for that matter. I'm not gonna follow anybody down a rat hole. That's just not smart. But submission means that I am leaning into your leadership, that I trust you enough to lead us wherever you're going to lead us, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and there's power in that. It's not him over me or me over him. It's just a gradual progression. That, that's how I've always viewed submission. Um, and that's how I'll continue to view it until God says otherwise. But it, it's just a powerful thing. It reminds me of like the Indians and the chief. Like, we, I'm going to follow you and whatever you say or anything. Blah, 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 it's, it's not that. Not to me. It's not that. Because um, even in our household, my husband is the head of our household. But we, if, if I can be transparent, yeah, sure. we make the decisions, mm-hmm. right? Um, it, it's, a, it's a it's a team, <laughs> it's a team effort team over here in this bubble it's a team effort nobody like there's no one person that does the dishes if the dishes dirty the dishes are going to get done it needs Period. to be done yeah there's no one person that's um paying all the bills and none of, if it needs to get paid it's going to get paid Period. like it's up. just it's it's a team effort thing um, and submission is not for everybody listening submission is not something that just women do I'm just I almost threw my pillow across the room. It's not. It's, it's for everybody to do. It's how you perceive it. For me, uh, it's an expression of love. Yeah. Uh, it's an expression of self-care. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a reflection of who I who I am, right? Um, I submit to my wife. If there's areas where she, she's stronger in and she can pull and teach and, mm-hmm. and, and cultivate me. By all means, please leave. Like, but if this is something that I'm strong in, I got it. And when I tell you I got it, there's no question about it. It's done. Yep. 
Like, <laughs> I'm not trying to sound great or perfect or anything like that, but a submission is a reflection to me of how you feel about yourself and how you feel about that person. Because I got to submit to myself. There's some shit that just, you just got to submit to. It is what it is. Yeah. Well, you, yeah. you, you choose to. Because yeah. it's all a choice, right? Yeah. So for me and my wife, now my wife, even though we haven't publicly, you know, came out or whatever, but it is what it is. <laughs> I got exclusives. Oh. <laughs> um, it was, it's a process, yeah. but it's, it's growth, it's evolution, it's, it's God, it's everything, right? So for me to be able to submit, I had to understand first and foremost that there's areas that I needed to work on. Right? I'm not perfect. I don't strive to be. I just strive to be the best that I can be. Respectfully. And so, like, every day I wake up with a goal in mind. Sometimes I'm, I reach that goal and I'm great at it. And then sometimes I'm not. But I still have to be aware and conscious that I have to submit to this, this woman here. Because guess what? Sometimes I can't cook the food. Or sometimes I can clean up, right? Sometimes I'm not 100%, although I strive to be. I'm just not. And then sometimes I got to bow because she is. And she, it is what it is. And it's no competition. It's like, damn, oh. you a beast. And I appreciate that. I'm glad that I was aware to respond and be able to gravitate towards your spirit. But shit, sometimes I'm just not. And if you are, then cool. Go ahead. But what I am... When I am, then shit, <laughs> I'm coming. Hey, I'm winning. I'm going to win. Savage. We're winners. But at the same time, like I respect the fact that I'm not always who I want to be, even though I strive to be. Yes. Yeah, so I, um, I'm grateful that y'all responded to that because the mission, let me, let me just say this to the people. The mission does not mean the taking of your identity. No. It does not mean it's strength. It, it does not mean it's not weakness. It takes like like you said, it takes strength to submit. It really does. It's not weakness. And to piggyback off of the point where he said it's not competition. It's not competition at all. Um and I think sometimes unfortunately a lot of people have that misconception um about a relationship or about marriage or about the work that goes into it. That is a competition and it should never be. If it ever gets to a point in your mind or your marriage where it is a competition, reevaluate you need to reevaluate yourself. You need to step away. And I'm not saying step out of the marriage. I'm saying step away because there's something that's triggering something within you that's making it feel as if you have to compete. I, I never have to compete with a friend. I never have to compete with a teammate, right? I'm not competing with you. Like, it, don't make sense. it never says that iron is more sharpened than the other piece of iron. It said it, it, it sharpens iron. So if we're sharpening one another, then it's a sharp, 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 sharp. You know, it's when you up, you up. When I'm up, we up. But it's all a we thing. And I think a lot of people, unfortunately, um, don't get it or don't catch that in time. Yeah, and it's and like you said, it's iron sharpening iron. But the best way, so I'm gonna I'm break it all the way down. If you've ever played spades with somebody <laughs> that don't know how to play, 
it is right. it's a bit of a struggle but once y'all start to get the momentum of how it goes and you can take on the entire game you can win everything or whatever and that's what i know space can be a sensitive subject for us melanated folks but that's how <laughs> it was dominoes for me like dominoes i learned space about dominoes is my is my thing and it's my husband's thing too Same here. I, I can't play I with him because yeah, yeah I, I can't play with him because he's from from the west coast and they like to slam dominoes on the table <laughs> and, stuff. and I, don't, I don't really i don't know how to respond to that i just don't play but uh, <laughs> but you know it's it is a it is an iron sharpening iron situation when it comes to submission because here's the thing when i heard the, the word submission i was not mature enough to be like oh okay well let me go find out what that is i was like oh nope not gonna do that because you're not about to tell me what to do you're not gonna tell me where to go you're not gonna tell me that i can't go you can't say this you can't do that. and Why? so but it's it's crazy though because we put submission as somebody having this thing over us all right, right. it's a a slave thing or whatever and that's not what it is it's basically submitting your commitment to someone and it's also saying hey babe you good at finances so i'm gonna let you have it i'm gonna go over here in the kitchen and i'm gonna cook <laughs> like i'm gonna we, we, we can switch things around or whatever and so well, i'll teach you right. right and we learn from each other like okay you listen you paid them bills off real fast I, I, I need to know what you did. You don't have to show me. Because <laughs> our account's looking real nice. You don't have to show me or whatever. Uh, and so, and that's, and that's the, the security in you, right? The security in you is able to say, yep, I'm not good at that. Let me let you handle that. But I'm open to learning, right? So that doesn't become competition or whatever. Not to say you can't have, have fun with competition because my I husband like competition. He is competitive or whatever. So we might play little games or whatever. We may play cards before we go to bed or something like that. That's okay. But when it becomes, I make more money than you or my career is going for, for, further than yours and you're bringing me down because you're not doing this, this, this. That's a whole nother, that's a whole nother podcast within itself. So we're just going to leave that alone. But I'm... <laughs> But I, I'm glad that you guys were able to speak to submission and commitment. You know, um, sometimes it is one in the same time. Sometimes, you know, well, for the most part, you can't have one without the other. Because if you commit to that person, that means you also commit to them too. And it is, you know, uh, listen, it's a team thing. It's not one-sided. And if it is one-sided, then you guys need to evaluate what does submission mean mean to you? What does submission mean to you? What does commitment mean to you? So here's the next part, right? This is this is this is the next question. What are some subtle red flags? Not the ones that's outwardly out there, but just a little subtle, right? Subtle red flags that people miss when it comes to commitment. That people miss? Mm-hmm. All right. So for me, I'm attention. Like I pay attention to details, right? Like mm -hmm. so structured, organized, right? And that helps me. So if I see a, a spirit or a person who's not who they say they are, or they mean well, that don't matter. If you commit or you say you're gonna be here on time, I need you to be here on time all the time. If you're not gonna be here on time, I need you to communicate effectively that hey, don't matter what the reasons are, just let me know you're not gonna be on time so I can prepare. We're not perfect. I understand that we all have flaws, 
but be who you say you are. And if you're not, then that's going to raise a red flag to me because I'm like, you're inconsistent in your behaviors. And then behaviors is going to raise up other flags because now I'm going to pay attention to other stuff that's going on. I'm like that because I'm like that with myself on a whole nother level, right? So if I got to hold myself accountable in this extent, then respectfully, you got to get it too. You're not going to get it like I'm going to get it to myself, but you're going to get it. It is what it is. And I'm not going to lose any sleep at all. He sounds like me. That's all I'm like, this is refreshing. <laughs> I crave order. I crave structure. I crave, <laughs> you know, being uh, polite and hospitable and stuff like that. So when people text me without greeting me first, like I got a full-fledged attitude because I'm like, that's not how we do stuff over here. <laughs> like, so, <laughs> like, what's going on with you? Because that's not how we do stuff over here. When someone, you know, just goes into exactly what they need without even asking if I have the capacity to even help or whatever, like that, that irks my nerves. That really just takes me to a whole nother level. So, <laughs> so you know, subtle, so the, the red flags or whatever of somebody saying that they're going to do something but are not executing that was that was a trigger for me that was a huge trigger for me and it stems from yeah it stems from from um from my dad because he would say he's coming but don't show up he would say he'd be doing this and you know don't see him don't hear from him and all this other stuff but when I do see him you want to chop it up like it didn't happen and I'm like wait 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 you said you were gonna do this, this, and this. And I get it, things happen to where you're unable to execute what you need to execute. Things don't, you know, come up or whatever. But when you pride yourself on making sure, going back to integrity, going back to commitment, going back to all of that, um, when you pride yourself on that, you're conscious about, oh, I don't think this is gonna work out. Let me say something. Cause it's common courtesy and a lot of people lack common courtesy like yeah. I said they're pretty intense but I'm serious like a lot of people lack common courtesy and so I think that is a red flag because you know it, it can start out subtle as oh babe my bad I forgot you know don't even worry about it and like two years later you sitting there like I let it go but now I'm angry because <laughs> I don't know how many times I'll be like oh it's okay Oh, it's all right. Oh, oh, oh. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. No, I you. you. I got to deal with you at your core, at your root. And then from there, we can evolve together. If I don't yeah. check you at your root, I can't complain. Because yeah. I, I see it and I don't respond, that's on me. Yeah. I don't mean no harm. My intentions are well. It is what it is. But if it's something I feel like needs to be worked upon within myself or within my queen, and I have, I, I'm responsible. Yeah. It's my responsibility to say so. Because why would I not allow her to grow or myself to grow by not saying these things because I'm enabling her or myself? Mm -hmm. No, nah, I ain't got time for that. First and foremost, I'm good by myself. I'm great by myself. But with her, who I choose, I'm even better. Mm -hmm. I'm on my shit. She keeps me consistent, right? She holds me accountable, which I need. But regardless, I'm still 
I'm still good. Like, I'm still great. <laughs> and with her, I'm even greater. And we can build a legacy and a foundation that's going to be one that my ancestors would be proud of. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, it does. It does. All right, Tasha. So what, what do you think some subtle red flags can be? Um, similar to what you guys have been saying, I think negligent accountability, um, being negligent with yourself, um, being inconsistent. Like one of the biggest things uh, for my husband and I, and one of the biggest things, Shay, like for real, for real, one of the biggest things that I loved and continue to love about this man is his consistency. Like he never told me, similar to what you were saying about your dad, like we had that, we both shared that experience of um, he's saying one thing and he's doing another. This man has never said or uttered a word to me about an action he was gonna take and he's never not followed up. No, not one time I checked, <laughs> like not once and I, I think that's such a beautiful thing um, because it, it allowed for that transition of the commitment to take place in the first place. Um, yeah. He continues to be consistently constant uh, in, in every area of our life. And that that's one red flag. When you are negligent about how accountable, your accountability factor to yourself. I don't take you for granted. No, you don't. I don't take you for granted. I think I but I'm know. glad you said that too. Ooh, I'm, 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 Hold on. Just pleasure. That's like, an L, bro. Yeah. I ain't willing to take that L. It's a real big L. Wow. L. Ooh, yeah, you said something right there. You, you really did. I don't take you for granted. Like, if you don't value, yeah. good grief. If you don't value what you have in front of you, you can't commit to it. You cannot commit to it because it's just like, eh, whatever. But when you right. see it for what it's really worth and you're able to be like, oh yeah, this is serious. Like this is this is something worth having. This is something worth working for. It makes the work easy too. Because mm -hmm. like I said, relationships, marriage, friendship, it's a lot of work. It is a lot of work. Hold and on. so when you value it, it's easy for you to commit to it. It's, right. it's easy for you to commit to it. Now, is it easy starting out? It just depends on the person and where you are and what your situation is, or what your triggers are. I know I you said a word. You got to identify your why. Because right. I guarantee for most folks who are not entrepreneurs, they are committing to a job, even if they don't like it or not. Their feelings has no reflect on if they're going to show up or not. Hmm. Yeah, you may not feel like it. Yeah, you may oversleep. Yeah, you may feel like, man, I hate this job. But your ass still gonna show up because guess what? You need that check because you haven't identified a strength within yourself to where you can pursue it and also pursue it enough to where you can get paid from it. So that ass going to work, whatever that work may be, your ass going to work. That is a committed one on one. That is school, middle school, high school. Regardless if your people made you go, your ass was committed to go. Why? Because you believe X, Y, and Z. It is what it is. Yeah, and I think that, and that right there, since you just made it so simple and plain, because a lot of people become complaining about commitment and you know submission or whatever, you've been doing it anyway. What's right. the like? What's the difference now? Like you, just like you said, if you are going to this job that you absolutely hate, 
you're still committed to going to it because these bills still come in or you still got to take care of this, you still got to take care of that until you define what your why is and can shift. You're still committing to this thing. You're still committing to, you're still submitting to it too. Right. You're submitting to this thing as well. So yeah, I, it, I, it, I guess it kind of confuses everybody because it's like, oh, it's cool to go do it over here, but it's not cool to do it here. And I'm just like, but this not serving you though. That's a character flaw. Yeah. That's an identity crisis. It's not serving you, know, you though. Are. That's a whole other topic. <laughs> if you're gonna be consistent, be, be who you are. And we, yeah. we all flawed. We all flawed, but it is what it is. That's a whole other topic. Listen, and you're not listening, you're not lying at all, because that is a whole nother podcast. We don't have to, we'll discuss that. So <laughs> we are at the end of the podcast. And as always, I ask my guests to give words of wisdom to uh, the listeners. So the last question that I have for you guys is, what would you say to someone who is finding it hard to commit? Mm. Easy for me. For me, if I may, just be. Just be. Be yourself. Love yourself. Be true to yourself. And everything else is going to manifest from that. If someone don't see you, they don't have to because they're not supposed to see you. Somebody don't accept you, they don't have to because they're not supposed to accept you. It is what it is. Everything begins and ends with you. You are God in the flesh. You are his child. You are God. You are king. You are queen. Whatever you want to be, just be. Mm -hmm. And as long as you accept it, it is what it is. What's a good one, That's a good one. That's a good one. Uh, I think for me, it's small. Take small steps. Uh, everything starts with a step. Everything starts with you saying yes again, like uh, Joshua was saying. Everything starts with you saying yes to yourself first. So take small steps. And commitment also requires discipline. Mm. Um, so you have to seek out the areas in your life where you know for sure you're not as disciplined in this area as you are in other areas. And if that undisciplined area is a determining factor on whether or not you're going to commit or not you need to go and do the work that is going to take to make that a better area um so discipline I, I i would say discipline is small steps take small steps of discipline and you will find yourself committed to one big goal eventually hey so yes everybody that was the benediction <laughs> yes yes, yes that was, no Thank you for, for making it plain. Like it wasn't, it was very simple. Take a step, just be who you are. And if you don't know who you are, go find out, take a moment. And listen, and I want to say this to the people, don't you jump your behind in another relationship Come on. without knowing exactly who you are are trying to figure out who you are. Do not jump into another relationship. So much. Searching. Hey, we need to talk. <laughs> we need to chop it up. <laughs> hey, I got so much. Oh my. Listen, I, don't do it, okay? I, don't do it. And you burnt out. Listen, you burnt out 
because you didn't went from this relationship to that relationship to this relationship and you settling for mediocre come on this. stop doing this foolishness please and turn around and figure out who you are and commit to yourself first oh hey, my let God. Me tell you, i'm the boy from nigeria who found a queen you heard me with all this African flair, you hear me? Yeah. Just by being who I am. That's a, that's a testimony within itself. And I'm rich. It's not to add. I'm rich. In spirit okay. and truth. Financially, I shall soon be rich. Richer. <laughs> Come down? All right, cool. I'm feeling myself. I'm feeling myself. Oh, you good? But for real, for real, like I just, I, I felt like I needed to to say that to someone, like stop doing that because you just gonna keep, it's a vicious cycle. I don't know where you saw it or where you got it from or who you've been talking to or whatever, but you need to go detox and you need to right. figure out who you are and why you are and then go ahead and then figure that thing out. And then when love comes, if you mm -hmm. desire it, it will come. If you prepare yes, for it, it right. will come. Just wait a second. All right. Just wait a second. Get right. your mind right. You heard me. Get your mind right. And they'll come. <laughs> Excuse me. They'll come. So, Tasha, Joshua, I want to thank you guys for being on this podcast. Thank you guys so much for listening and for sharing it and for uh, putting it on repeat. Because <laughs> this one was a good one. <laughs> I feel like it's the it's a part two coming to this one. It's gonna be so it might be, but thank yeah. you so much for having us. We yeah. definitely appreciate it. Yeah, this was really, really good. So thank you guys again. We'll be back with another episode of the ISL podcast.